Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. Album for the Day, November 21st, as we continue with Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees breakthrough albums. Today we tackle in another Construction Zone episode of Album for the Day, mm-hmm. Billy Joel with Piano Man. Mm-hmm. Don't mistake that for a piano in the background, though. No, it is definitely a jackhammer. Um, you'd know all about that. Yes, I would. Uh, this was recorded September of 1973 at Devonshire Sound Studios in L.A. and released November 9th of 1973 on Family Productions Columbia. It is Billy Joel's second album. It peaked at number 27 on the U.S. Billboard 200. He was inducted in 1999 by Ray Charles. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. From one piano man to the next, that's perfect. Who the f else could he possibly want? Uh, you, you, no, as, At, in ninety nine, and when you think about that, was the fourteenth induction class? I think. I feel. I feel like that's late for Billy Joel, but. Uh, but but at the I same think time, I think the qualification. I guess it's important 20. to bring this up. Is it's twenty five years, twenty or twenty five years after the release of your debut album? Mm, yeah, it's one of those two. I believe twenty. So if this was seventy three and that was ninety nine, uh, that's twenty five years for so sure. Twenty five years, definitely. Yeah, it's at least yeah. twenty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would say because he's definitely he's a, he's a, first a first balloter. Ballot. He's first ballot. This is. This is freaking Billy Joel. This is one of the greatest songwriters, one of the greatest piano players of all time. This piano man is one of the greatest albums of all time. I mean, he even has like with Travel and Prayer, like that opens this album. There's a freaking banjo like that just that and not just like, "Oh, I'm just going to add a little think 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 little plucking of a banjo," but an absolute slaying it's amazing. This is an amazing song to open your album as the piano man. It's a statement. It's a statement. So I've got to take a quick departure and bring up the fact that his first album, Cold Spring Harbor, uh, was mastered at too high of a speed, resulting in a technical as well as commercial disappointment. Um, it was released by Family Productions and... Um, Basically, Billy Joel felt, I'm not getting what I need slash have to have out of my production, promotion, whatever. And he was absolutely right. And and that's clear absolutely by the right. fact that they put out what is clearly an inferior... You would think... If you listen to this album and the one before, Why would you, you will think out? Billy Joel aged 12 to 15 years between the two albums, which is not the case. It's poor production. But I say all that to say that this is the reason that we chose this album over The Stranger, which commercially was Superior. no argument, the commercial breakthrough for Billy Joel. But this album... Artistically, 
as well as just him personally making moves in the industry for himself oh my gosh. and his vision. It's, it's not even This that. is the breakthrough, yeah. and that's why we're doing it. Yeah. And like, so Travel and Prayer kicks ass. Oh, my gosh. Um, the way that this actually all came about was WMMR in Philadelphia began playing live in this studio in Sigma Sound Studios, which is super legendary. If you don't know anything about it, check out Sigma Sound Studios. It is astonishing what happened there, including uh, this version of Captain Jack, which became an underground hit on the East Coast, and it was heard by Herb Gordon of Columbia Records, who took it to the company and signed Billy Joel in 1972. So they were still obligated to family productions. And this transition cost Billy Joel a lot. Columbia put family productions logo on every release of Billy Joel's through 1986's The Bridge. And Artie Rip is the man who founded family productions and... In his exchange with Columbia, he agreed to receive 4% of the retail price of each sale of the first 10 records with Columbia. So we're in 2021. Just do a little reflection on what all Billy Joel has put out and what he had put out as the first 10 albums with Columbia. And think about... He only has 13 total records. Exactly. And one of them was with this chucklehead. Yeah. So um, the uh, the guy that Artie Rip actually got Billy Joel's contract from, um, Michael Lang, actually also got 2%. And Artie Rip retained the re- publishing rights until Uncle Walter Yetnikoff oh, from CBS Records, the Walter. hero of the day. By the way, Walter Yetnikoff, I'm just going to throw this out there. This dude not only is a legend, this dude is one of the greatest heroes, not only of rock and roll, but of music. If you don't know much about Walter Yetnikoff, look him up. Do a little bit of research. Do I'm going to tell a favor. you that your definitive thing, aside from what we have covered in album for the day on Walter Yetnikoff, mm. comes from personal experience. The documentary, mm-hmm. "The Last Day at Shea" mm. with Billy Joel, mm. and they actually interview Walter Yetnikoff prior to his uh, passing. Mm-hmm. More recently than that. Mm-hmm. But aside from Jay's personal verifiable um, accounts from Mm -hmm. actual personal encounters in history, Mm -hmm. you can watch in that documentary Walter Yetnikoff look at the camera and describe how he ended up getting the publishing rights back from Artie Rip. Yep. Um, He literally threatened the man and i'm not even going to imitate it man because as crazy as i can get he's seriously walter he does it on camera go watch the last day at shea it's amazing i've never seen anything like it that compares to me in real life Mm -hmm. and uncle walter man so he ended up getting him back and giving them to billy joel for his birthday in 1978 
I mean, he literally got all the rights back to this man's music that he had. This is this is his this is his livelihood, and he literally gave him to him for his birthday. This is something that this is something that's beyond music. This is beyond everything. It's like, a right and wrong question. Yes, is what and, it is. And Walter, somebody Walter, taking yeah. advantage of somebody. And Walter Yetnikoff understood that somebody. I.e. Billy Joel was being taken advantage of, even though he was a celebrity, a superstar. He understood that, yeah, that superstar still deserves all the credit for his music. And you know what I think? Gave it to him. I for think his birthday. Walter look because the and the greatest thing. Go watch the last day at Shape, mostly because in that Billy Joel gives testimonial as to how great Walter Yetnikoff is himself. And he says himself, and I'm paraphrasing here because I didn't write it down, but he basically says there's a lot of shady characters in the music business, and I don't know much about Hebrew or Yiddish or whatever, but he said that Walter Yetnikoff is a mensch, Mm. and that is a respectable person. And it also comes down, he, and Billy Joel is not the only person who has spoken not as highly of Yetnikov as if well. If Michael Jackson were here, he would too. Bob Dylan. It's Huge list. It's a who's who of all those people. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. But anyways, let's get back to the album real quick. Um, Ballad of Billy the kid praise his name Did we want to talk about that one for you a know, second I, I just want to bring up that home. oh dude these are these are two of the greatest songs on the do you want to talk about you're my home because i got you're my home right here homie <sighs> it's so good so you're my home was written for his wife elizabeth weber yep. because they were broke in la mm-hmm. and he said in his words quote It's corny, but true. I was broke at the time, so I wrote this for my wife as a Valentine's Day gift. Unquote. So. That's better than roses. Dude, I don't. (laughs) What else do you say about that? Except that Helen Reddy, who you may know from I Am Woman, uh, recorded a version and at a gig, he introduced it saying, quote, this is a song of mine, Helen Reddy cut to pieces mm. and it turns out her husband manager was in the audience talking about suing him so uh, Helen Reddy then got in touch with him and said she was never recording one of my songs again and I was like do you promise <laughs> I love that guy <laughs> but it's uh, <clears throat> it's a sweet sweet thing um, this whole album Piano Man, the song, is based on six months uh, from 72 to 73 in Los Angeles, where Billy Joel moved for three years after signing with Columbia. 
and he was the piano player at the Executive Room Bar in Wilshire, L.A. Uh, it's a fictionalized account, but most of the characters, according to Billy Joel, are real, including John at the Bar, Paul the real estate novelist, and the waitress pa- practicing politics, who was his wife Elizabeth waitressing at the time. Um, if you check out the Legacy Edition from 2011, it includes the aforementioned uh, version of Captain Jack live from the radio broadcast, as well as various con- conversational interludes and three songs never included on Billy Joel's soul, uh, studio albums, Long Long Time, Josephine, and Rosalinda. And just on a personal note, I acquired this album on a cassette tape that I bought at a truck stop. That is awesome. Talk about a traveling prayer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, today's album for the day, uh, November 21st, is Piano Man by Billy Joel. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at album, the number four of the day. Uh, give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and feel free to shoot us an email with uh, any of your requests at uh, albumfortheday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. But it's sad and it's sweet, and I knew it complete when I wore a younger man's clothes. If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album. Use the three dots and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!